Man, I don't like the idea of going out in the rain. Like, have you ever had to do a long walk in the rain? Ever have to drive a motorbike in the rain? No, can't say I have. I'm I sure am terrified a, of them, so fuck no. <laughs> I'm sure it's a dreadful experience, and you, I'm just thinking of, you know, the fact that the weather's picking up, it's going to be pitch black, and it's just thunder, lightning, rain, trudging through the mud, crazy trees, God knows what's out there. Uh, just, yeah, just, just hear like, the wind and the chill of the rain. The yep. weather's definitely, like, in that mode where, like, if this was a horror movie, you could... You know, these are the scenes that tell you that, like, it's coming. The climax is coming. Shit's going to hit the fan soon. Like, they got out of the house. They were locked in with the killer, and then they're running through the woods, but there's no light, and then suddenly the killer is right in front of them. I don't know. Personally speaking, I'm thinking more of the scene in Jurassic Park with... with I can't remember his name. I only call him Newman because that's the only way I know oh. him. And it's just like in the rain with that one dinosaur that fans out his neck. And it's just like, ah! yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling about now. It's like that that panicked. Oh, God, I got to get this this strap around the tree so I can pull it. And, you know, just, you know, like that kind of it, it's almost like that right now. It really it's is true. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. running around this essentially an island sort of because you're cut off from the rest of the world. Running around with the timer. Where's the can of Barbasol? Right. <laughs> I mean, that said, though, like if you're if you're aiming to do it, like a walk in the rain can be super super nice. Mm-hmm. Like, just in, if you're trying to get somewhere and you know that you're going to be like feeling rough for a while, then that then that sucks. But like. I've walked like in the rain through point like Point Pleasant Park or the Public Gardens, anything like that, just anywhere there's flowers. And if you don't hunch and if you just like sort of open yourself to it, like it feels like if obviously if it's not like stormy and dark and evil and thunder, that's awful. But like a like a heavy rain in the summer is kind of amazing if you if you have the right rain. Yeah, but I'm saying is that, have you ever gone camping and then it starts to rain at night? And kind of yeah. how somewhat low-key terrifying that can be? And now we crank that to 11, and that's what we're trudging through right now. Well, excuse me for trying to brighten the mood. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's fine. This is last week, you know, I was thinking about it when it was raining and it was dark, and I was like, you know, on my way back from work after a closing shift, and I'm thinking... And I just looked over at Shuby Park and I'm like, oh, we're basically in there in game. And it's just kind of like, this is a terrifying thought. <laughs> like, So it, it just hit me, you know, as we were starting recording today. There's a difference between maybe it's Maybelline and <laughs> what we're experiencing right now. <laughs> okay, fine. But we have dark vision. Did we mention we have dark vision? We have dark vision. Lustra doesn't. I got, yes, he I, does. I got he has night, goggles. Yeah, night he vision goggles. He wears right. his sunglasses at night. Corey Hart over here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you, Colin. I remember when I was a kid during a good, heavy summer rain, me and my dad would just embrace it and we'd put on bathing suits and we'd go play Frisbee outside. Yes. And we'd do that every time it rained heavily during the summer when I grew up. Oh, man. It's all about the mindset. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Sorry, mom and dad. The stupidest thing that I have ever done in my life that was just okay back in the 90s was when my brother and I were like 
five and seven. Uh, we were out at our cottage out along the Northumberland Strait. There was this big windstorm. Um, the waves were enormous. They were crashing up over the retaining wall. And Daniel and I really wanted to go swimming. Oh, man. And mom and dad let us as long as they were holding on to us. So the whole family probably should have died. <laughs> <laughs> we should have died, but it was freaking awesome. The I waves were like twice the size of me. Anyway. We still remember, right? Yeah. So what a memory it got made that day. That's the equivalent of running on the Black Rocks at Peggy's Cove. Like, <laughs> just don't Dangerous do it. Rocks. Just don't do it. <laughs> Gotta get that picture, though. Yeah. Gotta travel from so far to take pictures of this lighthouse. We gotta get on those rocks, okay. Miles. I feel like everybody listening to this episode right now is hearing all these name drops of various locations being like, okay, so avoid Black Rocks at Peggy's Cove. Oh, please. You know? No one has ever heard Don't Walk on the Black Rocks and not done it. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, because I value my life. I'm inclusive. I walk on all the rocks, regardless of color. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to play some D&D? you want to play some D&D? Let's play some D&D. Let's talk about apple orchards. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about gnarled lads. Gnarled lads, Favorite app, huh? favorite gnarled lad. Uh, uh, mm, uh, Gary I- Oldman. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're asking me to name a furbolg from last week. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, there's going to be so many cuts in the first five minutes. That's fine. <laughs> Let's play some D&D. Let's get back into it. It was 740, if I remember correctly. Yep. I always look at David to confirm <laughs> that I'm right. <laughs> the time and anything to do with architecture. <laughs> mm-hmm. 740 is when we said you kind of arrived to the outskirts of the apple orchard on the Van Richten estate. Do you just go on in? I heard you guys talking before we hit record that maybe we're going to try to short rest. Maybe we're going in. What's the plan from here, folks? Let's go to the most dangerous looking spot with the place where the most limbs can fall on us and the most trees can fall on us and then try to short rest there. Well, on that suggestion, Troubadour is going to uh, quickly just give Tess an extra 10 hit points from his Lay on Hands pool. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. I forgot you had that. Have you used that before? Like, on- I think you're the first person I've used it on other than myself. Oh. <laughs> that tracks, because Slash and Looster doesn't talk to Troubadour for some reason. <laughs> just, it just hasn't come up. Well, right thank here. you, Troubadour. I appreciate this thing that you definitely have already done during our fighting montage those two days. So yeah. the Dragonborns were reading, or the, the Lizards were reading. It's fine. <laughs> thank you, seriously, though. I, I, uh, yeah, you took a shit kicking last week. <laughs> I took a horse kicking. A donkey. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you have, like, a hoof print for a tramp stamp now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, does Salash and I have matching tramp stamps? <laughs> hey. How you doing? How you doing? I'm a horseshoe now. Hey. Oh. So, some healing goes out to Tess from Troubadour. Any more things happening? Well, we don't look happen to look into the orchard and just see, like, a witch on a broom just circling around the gnarled lad by chance, do we? Uh, you're on the outskirts, so you can't even really see the Nard lad from now. We're doing this kind of as you 
Oh, okay. Hit the first apple tree on the very outskirts. An apple falls. It opens up and it says, hey, here's what you need to do to put Elise in her place. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let's actually... Uh, is like, hey, on the way to the big tree, why don't we check Carl's nap spot just, just for shits and giggles? Or Casimir's nap spot. Yeah, that, I don't know. They're both gone and started with C. No, wait. <laughs> one of them started with K. Um, Every kiss begins with... Um, not Kay, because <laughs> she didn't like that guy. Um, yeah, but let's check Casimir's sleeping spot. Yeah, that would be, yeah. I think we need to pass the gnarled lad along the way anyways. So. More or less, yeah, you guys are approaching the apple orchard. You came from the stable slash carriage gatehouse area. So you're approaching from the south. Uh, Casimir's little resting spot is like the northwest corner. Uh, so yeah, you'd have to you'd have to go through, essentially. Is that what we want to do? Yeah, I'm thinking that's what we want to so, do. Oh, Gnarled yeah. Lad resting spot. Yep. Gnarled Lad and then the resting spot? Yeah, south to north. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, I'm excited to see what it's like at night. Because, like, all of the vegetation just dies. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure does. It sure does. Except for the apples, which are perfect. You start walking through the orchard. It doesn't take very long. By about 7.50, I'd say, you've made some good progress and have started to notice that the trees, sure enough, have no apples on them, have no leaves on them. There's the smell of rot and decay all throughout the air. Dozens, hundreds of apples, really, all along the ground, brown and rotten. But you also notice, as you walk through, that the trees themselves seem to have shifted. They've moved. And instead of, like, those nice, even apple orchard lines... All those even rows have given way to the center of the orchard. And after 10 minutes of walking through, you can see, you can see the gnarled lad at this point. It seems even bigger than it was before. All the other trees seem to have like almost ran away from it. Are so cool. like crammed along the edges, forming this huge open circle around the gnarled lad. You're kind of on the outskirts of the open ground still right now, kind of amongst those dead apple trees that have moved. But you can already tell that the apples on the gnarled lad, which is about 50 feet away from you right now the apples are much bigger than they were before oh what man do you, do? you guys this is like the the dnd equivalent of seeing a room with a bunch of waist-high barricades in a video game yeah it's like, gee i wonder what's gonna happen here right yeah. who knows i don't know i just i just every time you said tree i expect the gnarl lad just to wake up and be like tree i am no tree <laughs> like Oh man. Oh. Um God, I want to eat one of those apples. Do I <laughs> do I shoot one of the apples with my bow? Only if my head is underneath it. 
<laughs> no, actually, that might not be a bad idea. Like, we're at range. I think it's fairly obvious, and I'll just, you know, say what we're all thinking. This is clearly a tree ent or some kind of ent of some kind. Um, It may not be a bad idea. You want to shoot an arrow at it? At an apple? Come on, Robin Hood. Yeah, I mean, hey, sharpshooter, I have no disadvantage due to range. <laughs> I mean, oh. you're at 50 feet away. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, wait, that, that's not 30 feet. That's yeah, far yeah, it, too far. I know, exactly, <laughs> exactly, right? Uh, <laughs> so I think, yeah, I mean, I guess I do. I mean, I don't, I look to the rest of the group. I'll shoot it with my bow and see what happens. Before you do that, Slash will turn to, to Van Richten. This tree has been here and is, frankly, the progenitor of every other tree in this orchard. Have you ever seen anything like this, Van Richten? No, of course not. I I simply let this orchard run wild once I took over the estate. No, this I have never witnessed such a thing. What does this tree mean to you, sir? I feel like everything in this domain is tailor-made to give you some kind of torment in addition to the house trying to find some kind of safety or solace. I feel like you might have had some good experiences under this tree and maybe it's almost trying to have... I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Um, Did you bang your wife under this tree, Van Richten? Maybe once or twice. (laughs) Nice. This is where Erasmus was conceived. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Slash will sort of again stroke his chin, wondering what he's trying to say. I almost feel like you almost, in a way, have taken advantage of this tree. It's almost trying to fight back that way. Given the apparitions that we've experienced throughout the evening, you know... How are you suggesting I took advantage of the tree? I saw it as nothing more than a spot to picnic. No, and I could certainly appreciate that, but reviewing Claudia, reviewing Tasha, reviewing everybody else in the estates, it all has some kind of connection to you in that respect. Regardless, I think it's important to know that we're in for some kind of fight, and I think you know that. And I just want to know if you have any insight in terms of what we could expect. I'm afraid not. You taking that shot, Lustra? Side note, are these apples... You said they're larger. Are we talking like fist size? Are we talking beach ball size? Mm, yeah, somewhere in the middle. Closer to beach ball. Oh! Taking that shot? It's a big yeah. target, Lustra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take that shot, sure. Should we spread out, or... No, we should cluster up so we can all get hit by one. <laughs> Excellent. I hug Troubadour. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll keep you safe. So, everyone in position, then? Van Richten, maybe hide behind the tree. <laughs> you're crushing my head, you're crushing my head, you're crushing my head. I'm not very strong, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> Van Richten will step a few feet over, like behind a, a tree. Uh, Lustra, 50 feet away. With an arrow and the bow. Slash will be right with Lustra. Right with Lustra. Very, very quizzical about what's about to happen. Tess? Uh, Tess is going to be hugging Troubadour like a teddy bear. 
Um, and it's like, th- like, do you want? We can like scoot away from them if you want. Now let's be close. So if anything happens, hopefully my awesomeness will save them. And then I like outside of the hug, make sure the sword's on fire, hot stuff, but like not touching you. Thanks. The sword lights up. Looster takes a shot. Mm-hmm. How do you do? All right. I don't need to declare sharpshooter for this. Does the gnarled lad know that he's here? Is it surprised? Uh, so that's a 13 to hit. This is very embarrassing. Going for an apple? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Stress. 12. Ooh. The arrow whizzes right by, like just inches away from one of these giant apples. It's windy. There's rain. <laughs> it's dark. Okay. That, that, that. Here, I'm, I'm, it's not horse shaped. I'm holding a flaming sword within <laughs> 10 feet of you, buddy. It's not that dark. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, there's night blindness. Like, if someone flies, shines a flashlight at you, you can't see in the dark further, you know? Slash clasps sure. you on the shoulder <laughs> and he just goes, just just try again. We're not under any pressure. Before you have a chance to try again. Oh, God, we're under pressure. Ding, 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 ding. The massive tree that is the gnarled lad, to no one's surprise. <gasps> Tess is a little surprised. Uproots itself. What? Let's out a loud scream from this strange wooden mouth that forms in the middle of the trunk is just screaming Van Richter! It can talk! Oh, fuck. Yeah! We're gonna roll some initiative. I, listen, I tried. Ooh. I tried, guys. I tried to talk to Van Richter and be like, hey, what, what can we tell this tree? And he's like, ah, it's a tree. Well, I mean... If we went to freaking the sacrificial altar in Chelt and be like, hey, so what should I say to the sacrificial altar right. in Chelt? Why didn't you think of something to say to the tree, Miles? Yeah, yeah why huh? didn't you find the words, eloquence bard? Mm-hmm. Listen, if this was Chelt, it'd be Yeah, different. Troubadour. You're great. Thanks. We love you. You're awesome. <laughs> Sup, tree? Yeah, Looster, you missed. Troubadour, you... Uh, uh, Slash, you didn't think of the right words to say. Van Richten, you didn't know about the tree. Tess, you're useless. Troubadour, we love you and we're happy that you're here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anybody do a 20 or higher? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, really? What did you get? 22, baby. Tess with a 22. Wow. That was a 15 guys. or higher. Uh, Looster got an 18. 18 for Looster, 10 or higher. Uh-oh. Five yeah. or higher? <laughs> You're at a uh, five. Uh, yeah, Slash got a six. Slash six, Troubadour five. Van Richten comes in at a two. Nice. We we is that including stress? Uh, I forgot about stress. Comes in at negative two. Negative two. <laughs> Still puts him in the same kind of spot. Way the hell at the bottom for Van Richten. Yeah, but it's the principle of the thing. The gnarled lad has uprooted itself. This huge mouth forms in the trunk. It's whispering for Van Richten. Tess, you're the first to act 50 feet away from the tree. Oh, that's exactly my move speed, Justin. Mm, Come on in. I have such a good track record against these 
level seven encounters just running in by myself. I, I, I see no problem with this. But I'm still holding Troubadour like a little teddy bear. <laughs> hey, hey, Troubadour. Yes? Want to go for a trip? I love rides. <laughs> okay, so what I want to do is I want to hold Troubadour up Lion King style. <laughs> and just... No way. No. And just run screaming with a fiery-headed, fiery-sorted gnome. <laughs> Sprint, just run as fast as I can at the gnarled lad and just like del- you're gonna be encumbered <laughs> my oh, armor weighs 65 and that's not accounting everything else on me you have 8 strength don't you 8 times 15 oh, is we can 120 just call it. oh we get into the tiny details it sounds so cool we're not gonna not let it happen Okey-dokey. because of a silly encumbrance rule but it is gonna be difficult terrain while you're carrying them uh, and you need to use your action to pick him up. Well, I was already hugging him. A hug, but now you want to hoist him up Lion King style and run with him. So that's uh, going to be an action. You know what? Worth it. Uh, <laughs> I am going to like go from the hug to just two hands under the armpits. Uppies. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Chew on this. Your gnarled lad, your subscription to Big Booty Gnomes is on its way. And uh, she, like, charges forward 25 feet into the, like, about halfway up to the gnarled lad, holding Troubadour. And then, since all of this happens at the same time, Adam, (laughs) she would like to curl you up like a bowling ball and just yeet you at the gnarled lad. Whee! Metaphorically, as far as my action and movement goes, I move 25 feet carrying Troubadour because he's just a little guy. Just a little guy. So Tess and Troubadour move 25 feet closer to the gnarled lad. I'd say that is close enough for both of you to realize that those giant apples are very much severed heads. They are dripping with blood. The spinal cords are poking out of the bottom. And they all seem to be staring at you as you approach. Lustra, (laughs) it's on you. Just moving on from there. Well, I like to think you're... Maybe that's what stops you at the 25-foot mark. You're like, what the fuck? And then it's Lustra's turn. Okay, well, since Lustra missed his first shot, he's going to get 20 feet forward, so he's within 30 feet of the gnarled lad. Oh, the sweet spot. Yeah, I got to find the sweet spot so I can get that force damage charged up. And I'm going to go and take that similar stance. I'm going to try and recreate what I did (laughs) with the horse. I'm like, well, this really worked last time. So I'm going to get down on one knee, brace myself, Get that force damage into the tip of the arrow and declaring sharpshooter and taking a shot. Just envisioned hooves. And that's a 20 to hit. Dirty 20. All right. I found my range. This is it. (laughs) 30 30 foot sharpshooter, baby. (laughs) And 
Okay, but not so good on the damage. I literally rolled minimum, so that's going to be 14. Oh, it's a solid hit. You hear a thud as your arrow hits the trunk, but this tree is just so huge. doesn't seem to make much of a dent in it. I mean, at least it's all force damage. Mm-hmm. 14, you said? Correct. What and, else loose driven are you guys? And feeling confident, I'm going to take another shot, declaring sharpshooter again. And that's going to be a 13 to hit. Dang, that one is going to be a miss. So, 13's a miss, gotcha. Including stress, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, fiddlesticks. Okay, uh... (laughs) (laughs) I will, um, uh... Wipe the, uh... Hot wash of shame of missing a whole ass tree (laughs) twice. Um, from 30 feet away. Or or 50 feet or less. And, uh... (laughs) Well, I mean, one time it was an apple slash severed head. Yeah, yeah, that that's the reason yeah, why I missed. Yeah. yeah, it was the shock of the severed head. Mm, that's what it mm. was. And that's how Luther's going to, you know, rationalize. I'm just, yeah, yeah, that's totally it. <laughs> that then is going to bring it to the gnarled lad. Oh, boy. The gnarled lad. Okay. At this point... All of you managed to determine that those giant apples are actually severed heads because as the gnarled lad lifts itself up from the ground and starts barreling towards the party, it kind of shakes its branches and those heads all detach. Oh, Three of them start to kind of hover in the air. And come bolting forward. First thing that happens is the gnarled lad. Mechanically, gnarled lad moves forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Moves forward to within about 10 to 15 feet of Tess and Troubadour. Cool. At that point, the branches shake. The severed heads detach. And those severed heads all start whizzing around, hovering in the air. One of them goes directly for Lustra Venari. It's like gnashing its teeth together, just chomping away. It's not a head you recognize. I was about to ask. This is mortifying. Let's see how it does. At least it's just a stranger's severed head trying to chomp on your neck. Unfortunately, that's only going to be a six to hit. Okay. That's definitely not going to do it. A second flying head, though. This one has this terrifying gaze in its eyes. It's going to start circling around Troubadour and try to attack you, Troubadour. Going to need a pretty high number here. 17 to hit? No, sir. No, sirree. A second flying head starts gnashing away at Troubadour. Doesn't get through his armor. A third one, though, tries to bite at Tess. Oh, fantastic. Damn it. <laughs> That's a six to hit Tess. I, uh, I use Troubadour as a shield. There you go. <laughs> So all my severed heads hovering and flying around in the air, they miss. They're all 
whirling around, though, gnashing their teeth together, trying to bite you guys. The gnarled lad has closed the gap enough that it is going to attack as well. Don't like that. The first thing it does is kind of lift up one of its roots and brings it crashing back down to the ground with such force that the root like almost disappears underground and comes bursting back out right next to Troubadour. Come on. I lift him up out of the way. 24 to hit. That'll do it. Troubadour, you can already feel this root start squeezing around your frame. You become grappled and with a couple of branches the gnarled lad is also going to try to do some nice serious damage to Tess too. Fantastic. What you got? What you got? I got a 27. That (laughs) fuck will hit. Tess, a massive branch pounds itself into your chest and does 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Come on, man. 19 points. Cough up a bunch of blood. And I'm not done. Oh, good. Troubadour gets yanked towards that huge mouth on the trunk. The whole root grappling you, Troubadour. Does he, though? Because doesn't he have that ring for... Oh, yeah. Does this count as magical, though? It has to be magic. It's not magic, no. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, continue. But what are you talking about, just to remind everyone? Uh, Magic can neither reduce your speed nor... Wait, no, sorry, first part. Uh... Uh, yeah, magic can't reduce my speed nor cause me to be paralyzed or restrained. Okay, yeah, I, th- yeah. I, thought, I thought the ring would have pro- protected against that. But yeah, yeah, no doubt. No, yeah. good good call. Worth asking, that's for sure. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. Troubadour gets yanked towards the open mouth on the trunk. And let's see if I can do a little bit more damage. Oh, not quite enough. The gnarled lad starts chomping away. Towards Troubadour, but misses only a 13 to hit after all my modifiers. That's good. You're stuck in here with me! <laughs> <laughs> That's going to bring it to Slash. You are at the 50-foot mark. Troubadour is grappled and right next to the mouth. Tess and Lucer are already within range of this thing. Heads flying around them. What do you do? Um, Slash doesn't need to be very close to this fight. He doesn't need to, especially considering what he wants to do. Um, he's going to call out to the tree and say to the tree, You should have been chopped down years ago. There is no reason for you to exist here. Even your tree brethren fear you, for you are disgusting. And he's going to do unsettling words. So I'm burning a bardic inspo to give him a minus D8 on his next saving throw, because I need this to hit. So on his next saving throw, he has a minus, a minus three. That's pretty good. Um, And as a minus three hits him, Suddenly, the tree's 
you know, senses are filled with the sounds of fire, of saws, of tilling ground, of uprooted trees, of falling leaves, of laughter of people, among others, as Slash casts a brand new spell, Confusion. Oh. So a little bit about Confusion. Uh, it's a 10-foot radius, which, given the size of this creature, I think he's 10 foot across anyway, so... Definitely. So it's just going to target him. Um, that being said, he needs to succeed a Wisdom saving throw. And he has a minus three to the save, DC 15. Wisdom save, DC 15, minus a three. Correct. Man. We're confused. Dang. Come on. Okay, that's good. Minus three. 18. Shit. 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 That's Mm. that's rugged. Um, Oh, wait, I can't do math. 16. Double shit. Like, fuck, fuck. Okay. That sucks. That was a level four slot. Like, ugh. And it's a saver suck. But when it hits, it hits. Um, Is what it is. I tried. I tried. Um, At which point, um, yeah, that's all Slash can really do. Seeing the gnarled lad not be terribly affected by it. You can see him grit his teeth uh, as he waits for his next chance to to strike. Man. That is a bummer. Big ol' spell slot fizzles away. Troubadour, you are grappled by this massive root inches away from the open maw of the gnarled lad. Sword of flaming. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna try and escape this grapple. Uh, cause disadvantage, getting bitten, all the things. Not so fun. I assume grappled and restrained or just grappled? Grappled. So you're not restrained. Uh, oh. Oh. Just grapple. Zero speed. Just saying. He's stuck in here with you. That's it. I think, uh, yeah, you know what? Let's see how this fucking goes. I'm going to use a bonus action to use my channel divinity. Uh, to do a vow of enmity. Uh, so now this creature is my enemy. Oh, fair. Before you go any further, though, I almost forgot. Uh, because you're still grappled right now at the start of your turn, you take 11 points of. Oh! Uh, oh. oh! Well, that changes oh. my thoughts. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. I was like, oh, no, no, wait, uh, I am in here with you. <laughs> well, shit. One sec, I just healed myself. Oops, you don't. Okay, there, there, we're good. Uh, shit, I am in here with you. <laughs> just kidding, everything's fine. Uh, I am going to try to attempt to escape this grapple. And because I am squat and nimble, I have advantage. Very nice. Uh, one's of the one, get out of here. Uh, so that's a 20. A 20 is enough for Troubadour to burst himself free. Eat a dick, motherfucker! <laughs> oh, ooh, ah, ooh. Um. <laughs> no falling damage, by the way, we'll say. it's, it's all, I, I land it's all on all the, the, the various roots on the way down. Um, hmm. Land on a pile of apples that's just more heads. Yeah. Baby heads. Let's try and split them up and maybe drag them away. 
Troubadour is going to run away to the other side. And it looked like it had a 10-foot range, yes? Uh, you guys were within 10 feet, and you it hit you. He says with a smirk <laughs> on his face. Uh, is gonna run all the way over here and be like, Come after me, motherfucker! Come meet me here! Alright, so you go to, like, the... The opposite side, about 10 feet back from it. And start waving that flaming sword. I don't have an attack action. Ah. Oh, I do have a bonus action, though. Um... Now that that thing didn't happen. Hmm. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on it. Ooh, nice. Very nice. And I will end my turn. Hunter's Mark goes up on Gnarled Lad. Any save there I got to make? Nope. That then is going to bring it to Van Richten. In the heat of battle, he doesn't really have time to explain exactly who all these floating heads are, but you can tell by the look in his face that he does recognize them. Other adventurers that he's fought with throughout his years. Come on, man. He just says the whole the whole party is here. As I traveled with them for for years, we were fighting a, a horribly powerful lich. It was the only time my party was completely and utterly defeated. Every last one of them died. And now this whole party is giant apples. But he is going to move forward. He shakes it off for now and says, Do any of you require healing? Yes! Apples to apples, dust to dust. What slot level would you like from Van Richten? He'll close the gap with Tess. Hit me for 19. I think level 1. Because, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Just get me above that threshold. Unfortunately, a level 1 spell slot fades away. Maybe seeing three more of his fallen friends is just a little too much for him to concentrate through. He loses control of the spell slot and wastes a level one, and that's going to bring it to Tess. Brings it right back to you, Tess. Fantastic. We really should have short-rested before we came here. I'm just a worse fighter. That's okay. Two of the three heads, Tess, are like whirling around you. The gnarled lad... About ten feet away. Tess is gonna like spit blood and splinters out of her mouth, um, and just be like, "Come on, come on, then, Richten. You've had a storied career. Death happens. What we need, just like all of these specters, is to put them to rest. The only way I know how." Uh, and she is going to look over at the head trying to, like, gnaw on Looster's fingers. And is just going to try to slice this, uh... She's going to try to make its mouth a little bit too wide, as just, like, she goes in through the mouth and just tries to cut its jaw off. Very nice. Twelve? Is not a hit. Shit. It's just too quick. Well, that's okay, because so am I. Trying again. That's all I got. <laughs> 18. That's a hit. 18 for minimum. Eight, eight magical slashing. 
That's still a nice little chunk of damage, though. The bone saw connects to that chomping flying head. All right. I, I like, saw down on it, bring it in, grab it by its, like, hanging spinal column, and just try to, like, thwack it against one of the gnarled glass <laughs> roots. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Oh, my uh, God. Mother of... Did you summon one? Yeah, yeah. Natural one, baby! It's been a minute, man. I hate... It was a 19. It was a 19, and then it just decided to be a little shit. We're fine. We're fine. We are A-OK. We're good. You're fucking kidding me. Caution. Wet floor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How appropriate. I slip in something, probably the blood of Van Richten's friends, and lose <laughs> my footing. I move five feet in a random direction while trying to maintain my balance. Afterwards, make a deck save or fall prone. Oh, that's fun. Great. So I'm freaking playing double dutch with this spinal cord. What's the DC of the deck save, that's I wonder? It's a deck save, I mean, DC 12. So that's not so bad. Let's see. There's minus five, four. five open spaces you could go to. Uh, so let's roll to find out where you go. Great, cool. What if I roll a d10 and then every sure. pair of numbers is one of the squares? I love it. Okay, starting with um, the one to my left for no reason, and then going clockwise. Okay. One, two, three, four. I move. Up and to the right. Very good. And oh, that brings you right in the middle of two of these severed heads. And then a deck save. And then a deck save with a minus four penalty because it's nighttime in an orchard just like mine. Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay. Wait. It was so close. Six plus eight. Minus four. That's a ten. That's a ten. It's a fail is what it is. It's the mud. It's the blood. It's very, very wet in this environment. Tess takes a header into the mud. And is now in the prone position, if I had to guess. Yeah, I'm just prone in between two stupid floating heads. That's fantastic. Did it say and end your turn? It doesn't. Just stand up. Yeah, you can use. You half know what? Your you're loop. so right. Stand up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, cool. I try to grab this head, try to thwack it, hit myself in the shin, just like freaking get get like my leg flung out from under me, twirl a bunch, bail in front of two other heads that I don't recognize. I'm like, all right, seriously, I swear I'm good at this. Um, then I'll grab both of their spinal cords and use them to like pull myself up and then I'm like oh you, you've got some biters right there you're right in front of my face and I'll end my turn there great back on her feet want to give me another attack so I can roll another nat one good times good times Lustra fuck me all hell has broken loose on the battlefield you've got a head whirling around you as well. It's one that Tess just did some damage to, but what would you like to do? 
So I want to try and get the action economy pack on our side here. So what I'm going to do is I don't like the fact that there's something within melee distance of me. Uh, this floating head, so I'm going to drop my bow and haul out my rapier. And I'm going to go and put the forest damage right into the tip of that thing and try and give it a good old stab oh, on the like floating it. head in front of me. I like it. Uh, okay, I got to look at my plus to hit on this because it's very rare. I use this. Got to remember stress. So that's going to be 13 to hit. 13 to hit this severed head, huh? Mm-hmm. That is a miss. Well, I can do it again. So I take a stab, miss. I'm like, man, I really wish I had a slashing weapon. It would probably be easier to, you know, hit a floating <laughs> thing with a slash. And that's going to be 19 to hit. That'll do it. Perfect. And that's going to be five. That's going to be seven force damage. Seven points of force damage. The jaw on this thing is disconnected from the skull, falls to the ground, but it is still floating in the air, trying its best to bite with just its upper teeth. I was just like scraping its like its two front teeth down over your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going to stand my ground. Oh man, that is going to bring it. To the gnarled lad oh, and shit. my severed heads. Come at me, bro. Okay. What, more can you do to, what more can you do to me? This is going to be great. I feel a successful round coming my way. Oh, my God. First off, let's take care of these flying heads. Looser, the one that you just stabbed with your rapier, tries to kind of rake its remaining teeth. Across your dragonborn flesh. 16 to hit? That is the number. That's the number. Ooh. Unless if I swapped my rapier, I instantly pulled out my shield as well, and that'd be no. 18, but I don't think that works that way. Unfortunately not. Ooh, you take 7 points of piercing damage, and an additional 6 points of necrotic damage. Oh. Comes coursing through your veins. Total a 13. Cripes, okay. Tess, you have the other two, almost like one in each hand, holding both spines. They're both going to try to bite you. I don't like you like that. The first one gets an eight to hit. A All solid right. miss. Okay, okay. And then finally, my last one. This is the one I really want to hit. Why? I just want it to happen. It's neat. It'll be fun if it does. It's a six, though. It's a miss. Thank you. They're terrible at giving head. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, man. Uh, what is the gnarled lad going to do, though? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. What to do? Take some what time to, to do. Talk about its feelings. It's not gra grappling anybody anymore. I think it's gonna go for. Let's see. It's got an arrow in its trunk from Looser, right? It did a little bit of yep. damage. Yep. I think that's where it's going. Damn it. It's going 
for the target that is uh, shooting at it. And it's going to start by sending that massive root barreling back down into the ground, bursts right back out next to Lustra. Huh. For a 28 to hit. Jeez, and that wasn't a crit. This thing has that, like, oh my yeah. god. This thing's insane. We're level 7, man. Yeah, level 7 things. Lucer, you become grappled by that root. It pulls you right next to the mouth of the gnarled lad. And it's going to try to bite you now. That is a... 22 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. 22. Okay, okay. Lucer's being eaten by a plant creature. We've been over this. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, jeez. The gnarled lad chomps into you good and does 20 points of piercing damage. Fuck. Okay. And finally, just because it can, or maybe because, you know what? Actually, it's going to focus its branch on Troubadour. Since Troubadour is back there screaming, hey, look at me. A branch just does a quick 180. And... Oh, that's only an 11 to hit? Yeah, that's an 11 to hit. Oh, so he can roll below 20. I'm much smaller than the rest of them. (laughs) Down here. (laughs) Right over your head, the branch goes. That's my three severed heads. That's the gnarled lad. Slash, it's back to you. All three heads still in the mix. Now Lustra's grappled. What would you like to do? Uh, Slash is definitely going to take a few steps forward to be in lockstep with Van Richten just behind him. Okay. Um, And seeing that there is one, two, three heads plus a gnarled lad, um, Slash knows that he's not very good at, at doing damage, but what he is good at doing is debuffing people. So... He's going to spin some words. I'm not clever enough right now to come up with something. But he is going to cast at level 2 a Bane so that he can hit every single severed head plus the gnarled lad. But before he does that, he's going to absolutely do the unsettling words on the gnarled lad. Again, explaining to this tree that his days are numbered and that he will be put to the axe and turned into various books that Slash will enjoy reading. Um, so he's going to burn a bardic inspo for in unsettling words. Minus six okay. on his next throw. Oh, shit. Okay. And then he's going to cast Bane on all four creatures. The Gnarled Lad specifically gets a minus six on his next wisdom saving throw. DC Yikes. 15. Okay, so it's DC 15 from everything. Or Bane. Yeah. yeah. Isn't okay. Bane a charisma save? Uh, oh. Uh, you are right. Charisma. Sorry, yeah. I've got the card right in front of me. It's charisma for sure. I believe you. Uh, Charisma saving throw. I'm going to do the three heads first. Sure. That comes out to a two, a seven, and a six. All of the heads become baned. Okay. Okay. Gnarled Lad gets minus six. Minus six on his next save, yeah. Let me find his charisma mod. Oh boy. How charismatic can a tree be? Not very. (laughs) Oh man. 
Negative two. So the entire battlefield is banned. Indeed, indeed. Um, way to get ahead in the game. Uh, eh? Boo. <laughs> um, you know what? You can have the tree puns. I had the horse puns yes, last <laughs> week. Um, so the tree puns are very popular. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Um, that's it for Slash. Uh, Slash has done what he can do, um, and he's gonna leave it to the rest of everybody else to, you know, mop up the, mop it up. I can see you're really branching out in your tactics here, Slash. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna put down roots where he's at. <laughs> oh boy, freaking spineless. <laughs> hey. Quit horsing around, guys. Yeah! Oh, wait, that's, that's <laughs> wrong fight. Sorry. <laughs> the horse just shows up again. That's it for Slash? That's it for Slash. Troubadour, ten feet back on the opposite side. What would you like to do? Well, Adam's eyebrows are All going. Right. <laughs> now, now is the time to do paladin shit. Uh, sword has already been on fire this whole time. We've got Hunter Smark on him. So to finish up all the ouchy time buffs, uh, now that I'm not taking 11 damage a turn, he goes, hey, tree, you, me, points at his eyes, points at all the knots that might be this thing's eyes, and he will do a vow of enmity. So this thing is my bitch slash enemy for the next minute. That is his bonus action. His movement, he has just enough movement to get to the other side and get himself surrounded by everybody. So if anything's going to be taking Bane swings at him, hopefully it will be, or if they're taking Bane swings at anyone, hopefully it's the big old tiny tanky guy. And that does not provoke any attacks of opportunity. And now it's time for attacks on a tree with advantage. Oh. You are a lumberjack. That's two twelves. Nineteen? You are okay. Nineteen is enough. All right. Well, we know at least that number, so... Uh, Twelve magical slashing damage and three fire damage. How's that tickle his fancy? Twelve and how much? Twelve slashing, three fire. Very nice, very nice. Anything else from Troubadour? Attack number two. He gets another shot. There's a natural 20. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, how the turntables, and it's going to be made into one. It's time to do paladin things. So, time to double all these fuckers up. Uh, I'm going to... Is this undead? Uh, I don't believe it is. Probably a construct or something, but... Or a plant. If it is, I get extra damage. No, yeah, it's a plant. Plant. Oh, that means I can bite it though. Ooh. Uh, the shoe's on the alder foot. Attacks. Oh, oh my goodness. God. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> Honestly, you got me with poplar, but that's just. Damn. <laughs> damn. Take uh, inspiration over there. <laughs> Since I'm about to do. Of course, you make doors and windows out of these things. <laughs> We're just giving Adam enough time to collect enough dice. There we go. Oh, I already have them. Let's do it. Okay. Time for 16 magical slashing. Jeez. Okay. Oh. Ooh, Ooh. I heard a lot of dice there. Yeah, it's twos and ones. Uh, 16. 11 fire. 
and 30 radiant. Jesus. Holy oh, God. Goodness gracious. 57? 30 radiant. Jeez. Oh, man. Oh, wait. Photosynthesis. It just heals it. Shit. <laughs> Massive pieces of bark go flying all over the place. A few branches hit the ground with a thud. Any rotten apples that were left clinging to those branches fall with a plop, but the tree is still up. It's all right. Looks like that tree is all bark and no bite. I'll just do it again next turn. Excited from Troubadour? That's everything I have. That's a solid arsenal there. (laughs) Van Richten asks if any of you require healing. I mean, Looster and I. And Troubadour, probably. Anyone who's not Slash. (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) My HP could use some sprucing up. Oh, that's all right. I don't. Stop I don't care. It. I don't care. Just it, Looster gets it. Heal ten. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I know say, would. You can, you can say for sure. For, oh. Oh. <laughs> I I've got nothing. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna take a week and go look up tree puns. No. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, David. I mean, Troubadour MVP, but David. (laughs) 